Welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast. I am your host, Anna Butner. I am so sorry that it has been a while. Your girl has been moving and I'm a little bit settled now. So I figured this is a good time to come back in here and give y'all DM series part two. All right, so I'm going to just jump right into it because as I shared with you all earlier, I have so many DMs and most of them came from the semester season. So I know it's long overdue, so here we go. This one came from a lady that said, Hi, sis. This semester season, oh, actually, I'm not sure this is a lady. It says, Hi, sis. This semester season has shown me hot pepe. I met a handsome Gambian semester, and he came with some African-American boys and girls. He was tall and sexy, and so I was easily impressed by anything he said and did. We went out for dates, and he was always sweet, complimenting me and spending big money on me. I had never been treated like this by a man before, so I was smitten. His friends were also very nice, and they seemed to really enjoy my company. Then one night, he asked me if I could join them at the villa they were renting by the beach. He told me it was a pajama party, so I went home, got changed, and joined them. When I got there, he opened the door butt naked and picked me up. I was in shock and got nervous right away. Okay. He took me to the couch and started kissing me. He was whispering in my ear to relax and that he was going to take care of me. We got hot and heavy into the kissing and next thing I know my pajamas were off. He got on his knees while I was on the couch and he ate me out until I started screaming. Then he asked me to stand over him and pee on his chest. (laughs) I was like, what the hell? But hey, whatever he wants. I started to pee on him and he was moaning and touching it with his hands as, as it came down. Once I was done, he went to take a shower and asked me to join him. Then we got in his bed. I thought we were going to sleep, but instead he brought out a strap on and asked me to fuck him. I was trying not to show my shockedness on my face, but I couldn't help it. He walked over to me, held my hands, and told me we would both enjoy it. Sister, the dick on this strap-on was huge. He helped me put it on. Then he got on all fours. Well, (laughs) I fucked the shit out of him. We both came, and I took another shower and left. When I got home, I realized that he had put $500 in my purse. So he called me almost every night to fuck him until I left. I made over 17 k by the time he left. Sister, do the math. 17 k what? 17 k Dallasy? This must be Dallasy. You did not make $17,000 from fucking this nigga with a strap on. Okay, basically you're saying that this nigga was paying you to fuck him every time he called and you made some money because your math here is not math in my sister. It said, I realized he had put $500 in my purse and that's a dollar sign. And you said, I made 17K by the time he left. Yo, listen. You might have made all this money. And if you did, listen, do you, boo? 
I don't know. It's reading like you made $17,000 by the time he left. And let me tell you something. There's money out there. People got monies, okay? And if his priority is to spend money on his sex life, all power to you, to him. And all power to you for uh, putting that strap on on and fucking him and you coming in the process. So you enjoyed that as well. And you made you some money. All right. It didn't ask for any advice or anything. So I'm going to keep it pushing. All right. This next one says, auntie, who is your auntie? I told you people, stop calling me auntie. I have nobody's auntie. If you are older than my daughter who is 16, huh? I am not your auntie. I am your sister. All right. It says, hi, auntie. Me, my own is a quick one. I am a Nigerian boy living in Gambia. I grew up here and love my Gambian people. Everything about this country is sweet, especially the women and girls. This semester season, I told y'all, all these DMs are about the semester season. All right. This semester season, I met a beautiful older woman here on vacation. She lives in the U.S. Oh, my Americans. It's always us coming with Ashakara. She lives in the U.S. and she has never been married and has no children. She was born in the U.S., to Gambian parents, and she shared that she used to come to the Gambia for summer vacations when she was growing up. I met her on the first week she arrived in Gambia. She is very gorgeous and pays for every activity we engage in. Auntie, she pays for dinners, lunches, brunches, River Gambia boat trips, breakfast at hotels, clubbing. She even gives me money every night before she sends me home in a taxi. We hung out for four weeks and never, whenever we kiss and it starts to get intense, she asks me to stop because she wants to take it slow. And of course I stop, but then she always proceeds to sucking my dick. She gives the best head I have ever experienced. While she sucks my dick, she always reaches into her underwear and plays with herself. She always wears these big dresses, so I never... I have never seen her pussy or touched it. She will let me suck her boobs, but that's as far as she would let me go. Auntie, on the last night in town, she asked me to sleep over, which was the first time. Before this night, she always calls me a taxi to go home, even if it's 4 a.m. She never allowed me to sleep over before. So this night... I was very excited that she asked me to sleep over. We went into the shower in her bedroom and called. Oh, she went into the shower in her bedroom and called out for me to come and join her. When I walked in the bathroom, she was standing naked with her perfect perky boobs. But then. <laughs> Wait a Monday. I looked down and there was a. There was a big, hard dick between her legs. <laughs> Auntie, I ran out of that bathroom so fast I fell. Then I got up and ran to the door and left. I called her the next day, knowing she had a flight to catch. She never picked up and that was the last time I ever saw her. <laughs> I had the shock of my life. <laughs> oh my God. I was not expecting that. Okay. 
So basically, you spent about four weeks with someone you thought was a woman, like a cis um, gendered person. And on the last night, um, she asked you to come over. But I'm thinking, did you not suspect anything every time she gave you head and she would be playing with herself, but you've never seen her pussy or touched her pussy? I mean, that would have been a red flag for me. Like, how many girls do you know that's giving you head and that's all they're getting? Like, and, and they're not receiving anything. And you've never seen her vagina? You've never touched the vagina? Clearly, she was tucking that dick that's between her legs. Um, and, and I wonder, like, what is her orientation, her sexual orientation? Is she non-binary? Is she uh, transgender? Is she, like, what, what's going on there? Clearly, this person was born with male genitals, right? But probably had the surgery because you couldn't stop talking about her perky boobs. Only that last night, the perky boobs was accompanied by a strong, hard dick. So, yeah. <laughs> now I'm digging something. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay, listen. I think maybe she should have you know, been honest a bit earlier in the process and giving you the chance to decide if this is something you wanted to, you know, partake in, participate in. Um, I think it was a little bit disingenuous of this person to hide this for four weeks and then the night before leaving, not even give you any kind of heads up, just come into the bathroom you walk into the bathroom to see a beautiful woman who you've been hanging out with this whole time with perky boobs, only you look down and there's a big dick. Like, yeah, I think that would scare a lot of people, especially African people. Like, we are not so exposed to anything other than the binary lifestyle, right? It's he, she, it's dick vagina, dick goes in vagina, and that's about it. Um Especially a small country like Gambia. I can imagine <laughs> this being like <laughs> a shock of your life. But all right, let's move on to the next one. Okay. This one says, hi, auntie. Again, let me leave it alone. Hi, auntie. I have to share my story because it has been the shock of my life. Another shock? All right. My friend's daughter came for vacation in December and she stayed with us. She's the same age as me and my husband's firstborn. All our children are in Europe, so we have lots of empty rooms. She was coming for two weeks, and we were excited to host her. On the second week of her stay, she informed us that she will extend her stay an additional three weeks. It was not surprised. I was not surprised because she was having a great time with her friends. On the third week, my husband's phone was buzzing, so I took it while he was in the shower. And to my surprise, there was a naked picture of my friend's daughter. Ah, shit. I kept scrolling through the pictures and saw dick pics my husband sent to her and more sexy lingerie pictures of her. I sat on the bed waiting for my husband to get out of the shower. 
I confronted him and he didn't deny any of it. He said they were in love. Hey, okay. And uh, where was I? That they were in love. They were in love. He said they were in love and he said he was going to marry her. I ran to her room and raged and was yelling, asking her to get the fuck out of my house. She locked her door and my husband and I got into a screaming match. I went for a drive and called her mom. Her mom said she couldn't control her daughter's actions. Her mom did not sound surprised at all, and I knew this was a setup. I drove back home, and my husband had left our house with this bitch. He never came home that night, and he was not picking up my calls. Three days later, I heard that my husband had married her. Jesus Christ. He still did not come home for two more weeks. I packed my bags and I got a ticket to the U.S. and moved in with my daughter. After I left, they both moved back into our home. My advice to women in their marriages is not to let any woman in their homes outside of their daughters. Gambian girls are now using the Guinean sittings to steal women's husbands. It's a shame. Wow. Okay. That was all right. So you have a friend and your friend asks you if her daughter can stay at your house while she's on vacation in the Gambia. You welcome her. You host her in your house with your husband. Now, y'all are clearly empty nesters because you said all your children are in the U.S., so you had a lot of empty rooms. So you figured, sure, my friend's daughter can stay in one of our rooms. She's the age of me and my husband's firstborn child, right? So you're thinking your husband is looking at this girl like his daughter, right? Or at least his niece, right? Or at least the daughter of a friend. Little did you know that they were going behind your back and they were fucking. Now, had you not opened that phone when it buzzed and saw that the girl was sending your husband naked pictures and your se- your husband was sending this girl dick pics, you probably would have been still in the dark. But then sis, how did you miss that? They've been there for two weeks. Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this woman is asking if she can stay an additional three weeks. And you're like, oh, she's having fun with her friends. Pay attention to what's going on in your house, women. But anyway, This is not your fault, not in any way, shape, or form. This is your husband, your husband and his motherfucking urge and need to fuck a young bitch. And it be like that sometimes. These old niggas want new pussy. They want young pussy. And these young girls, you know, their eyes are open. They're saying, ah, auntie has a house. Auntie has a car. Auntie's children are in America. Clearly, your husband is well off, Right? I'm I'm guessing to a point where you're able to educate all your children. They're all out of the country. They're all in the U.S. Y'all are living in your nice, beautiful house with all these rooms. So your your husband's probably doing well for himself. And sis is like, listen, I'm at the age where I want to get married. And I don't want to fuck around with any of these young dudes who don't got their shit together. What's wrong of her to come after your mom's friend's husband, though? I mean, I don't know. 
All I'm saying is none of this is your fault. The fault lies with your husband and this young heifer that waltzed into your house and then took your husband. But also, sis, I don't know if I would have jumped on a plane as fast as you did to go to the U.S. and sit with your daughter. Listen, I'm a, this house is mine. I've been married here. I birthed my children here. I've raised a family for you. We've raised children together. I'm not walking away to go bunking with my daughter. Fuck that shit. This house is mine. You and that bitch can go find a new house, but I'm going to stay right here, especially if he's doing well for himself. Okay, you clearly can afford a new house, but this one mm -mm, is mine. But I can imagine the shock that you were facing and dealing with, and maybe you were also running, right? Maybe... It's the embarrassment of the whole situation. It's a small community, and you know how it is in small communities. Word gets around real quick. Maybe you didn't want to deal with, you know, all the rumors and the backlash and the back backbiting and everyone talking about you. So you figured, let me just go to the U.S. and stay with my daughter. But I hope you have plans to come back. So at the least, claim that house. You know, I'm sure you have a car. Get your car. Think about how you're going to restart your life afresh. But don't walk away and just go stay with your daughter and be a burden to her. Think about how to get back on your feet. Did what happened to you suck? Absolutely. This sucks. And the fact that your friend also had such a nonchalant response when you were like, yo, your daughter's here fucking my husband. And she's like, well, I don't know what you want me to tell you. She a grown ass woman. I can't do nothing. It's like, dang, like, at least call your daughter. Like, I mean, I don't know. The whole situation's fucked up. So I feel for you, sis. I'm going to stop there for today. I'm going to come back in the next two weeks after I've unboxed, after I've unpacked, after I've figured out what to do in this new home. And I'm going to give y'all episode three. Thank you for listening. <laughs>